Welcome to Western New York Catholic Weekly, a production of the Office of Communications for the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo. Stay tuned as Greg Prince brings the Catholic newsmakers to you. Wherever it's happening in the diocese, you'll hear about it on Western New York Catholic Weekly. It is just about halfway through the season of Advent, probably actually right in the middle as we celebrate this third Sunday of the Advent season. Uh, now, the, the in Catholic geekdom, if you know all the Catholic terms, uh, we refer to this as Gaudete Sunday, uh, and that means the Sunday of joy. And we're going to have some joy in the studio as uh, one of our favorite guests returns. Uh, Father Bill Quinlivan is back with us. Father, welcome back to the program. Thank you, Greg. It's always great to be here. Uh, now, I'm guessing if people hear your name announced as being the guest on the program this week, they assume you have a new CD coming out, which isn't true this time. You thought you would have a new CD out. It is out. not true, but, <laughs> but there's better news. You do have a book out, though. That's the news. That's right. That's right. Uh, Father Bill, by the way, is the newly appointed uh, pastor at uh, St. Martin of Tours and St. Thomas Aquinas Parish in South Buffalo. So uh, a, a real new advent for you, kind of coming back yes, to the indeed. to the homeland, right? Yes, indeed. Coming full circle back to South <laughs> Buffalo after all these, I think it's 20... 24 years since I've lived in South Buffalo. Yeah, I mean, uh, you were a parishioner, grew up uh, right basically down the street from St. Teresa Parish in South right, Buffalo. a block and a half away. So and now I'm on Abbott Road. Which, so. which was the subject of your last book, if people are <laughs> interested. True. He's got a website, by the way, uh, Father uh, abbreviated frbillsings.com, and uh, you can find out about his other CD projects and books and whatnot. This one, of course, specifically an Advent book this time, Advent Christmas. Exactly. It's called Coming Home to Christmas Through Advent. And uh, I, I started writing it back in January, and all of a sudden the ideas started coming in. You know, it's the same format as my first book where I took a song lyric of something I'd written and then did a little reflection on it. But I've recorded two Christmas CDs. I had my first one, uh, Blanket of Stars, back in 2007. Okay. Ooh, that's a long time ago. <laughs> and then my newer one is about three, four years old now called Back to Bethlehem. And so I've written a number of Advent and Christmas songs. So I thought, you know what, I'll do a book with a couple parts. There'll be some Advent. And I actually have had to come to appreciate Advent. Um, when I was a child, it just seemed like an annoying four weeks that made me wait for Christmas. <laughs> That's right. But with, with some maturity, 50-some <clears throat> years later, I'm starting to realize I really like Advent. I really enjoy this season. Well, and people might be surprised to hear that. In fact, I was kind of surprised to hear that actually because uh, you and I uh, hosted a Christian music program for years on the Catholic radio station in western New York. So um, folks who were familiar with that uh, will certainly know of your great love for Christmas, and we tried to That's sneak right. Christmas songs in as early as possible on that show. If well, we whatever could do we it. did a show around so. the twenty fifth of July. <laughs> Guess who said, "Hey, yeah. Greg, how about Christmas in Christmas in July?" July. Yeah, they were kind of famous. Pulled so, out some of my uh, favorite music, and then, of course, plugged some of my own music. Yeah, uh, yeah but so interesting that um, it took you a, 
a while, you know, really most of your life to gain an appreciation for Advent and what that means. Exactly. I think the focus very often is so much on getting to Christmas and the culture seems to be revving up the the speed dial to Christmas where, uh, you know, you hear even before Halloween, you see them putting things out in the stores and saying, it's the Christmas season. And they skip, they just fast forward over Advent. Now, the Christmas season is wonderful and I love it. But the Advent season is the time to prepare and to pray and to really reflect as it's coming to you. And very often, I don't know about you, but very often you find sometimes the the waiting and the anticipation and looking forward to something is as good or better than the actual day when it comes. Yeah. And therefore, I've, I've learned to love Advent as uh, a special time of preparation. And I, you know, I'm usually writing a new song or two for Christmas during Advent, but I found also that over the years I've started writing Advent songs. So when I put those on the albums, I thought, well, let's do some uh, chapters with Advent stories and reflections for people who haven't yet come home to Advent as the way to Christmas. And I want to talk about some of those things. I think this is a good point uh, to play one of those Advent songs. This is off your first Christmas CD. Um, just tell us a little bit about this one. This one is kind of cool. In fact, we encourage people to uh, look on YouTube because it uh, uh, has a actually a quite successful video on there. Well, uh, I checked the other day, 12,000 <laughs> hits. And for me, you know, when you consider 12,000 people. Yeah, with I'm, no promotion or publicity or anything. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I, I have a feeling some of the people have watched it more than once, to be honest. So I don't think there's 12,000 people. <clears> 12, my mother on, on Dad's hits. iPad. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, um, Becky yeah. Prince and Jojo Palumbo. <laughs> and uh, if my mother was still with us, it would be she her. She would be her, yeah. But right. she's, yeah. she doesn't need YouTube in heaven. <laughs> but anyway, it's called The Advent Wreath Carol. And I wrote it... Um, Years ago, I was sitting and praying in the chapel at St. Mary. Uh, was that St. Mary of the Lake in Hamburg, I think? And I thought, you know, when we light the candles of the Advent wreath, we don't really have music that goes with that. So I thought, hmm, four verses, simple melody, uh, a nice minor key to give it that Advent mystery kind of sound. And I have to say, it's one of the favorite songs that I've written. I like it, and I, I love to sing it, and uh, I've enjoyed the fact that people watch the video and it's really one of the only professionally produced videos I ever did for my music. So, um, and I get every year, this year I was contacted by an Episcopalian church. They saw the video online. They want to know if they can have the music and use it. I say, absolutely, here it is. And I email it to them. And I always ask, if you're going to use it at your services or at your churches, um, I haven't had too many requests from Catholic churches, but I, all over the place, every other faith seems to like my Advent song. <laughs> And I'm learning more and more that other faiths, many other faiths, have a season of Advent. I don't know that a hundred years ago, a lot of the other Christian churches, uh, some of them were more traditional. That's what I was going like to us. say. That I think that it, um, other churches maybe are a little like yourself. Other denominations are starting to have that appreciation of Advent, and I wonder if that's maybe a little bit of a pushback against the whole Christmas shopping season or whatnot. It could. Be. Be yes, yes. To focus on the spiritual for for all believers is a great thing, and so yes, I'm always pleased. And I say, if someone in your choir has an, an iPhone or something and can record a video of your choir singing, send me a little clip of it because I'd like to hear it. Obviously, I work Sundays, so I can't get to the other <laughs> churches to hear them if they're using my song. And so yeah, it's always it's always a a blessing when someone wants to use my music. I'm like, wow, here you go. I'm you know I'm not in it for for profit, for sure. So um, I'm happy to let anybody use it 
if they're going to use it for God's glory. Uh, like us. That's what we're going to try to do here on the show. Let's anyway, here's Father Bill Quinlivan's uh, Advent Wreath Carol. <laughs>
Jesus, creation held its breath. Love's mystery incarnate came to take our sin and death with new hope for salvation. We light the wreath around like heaven's smile still shining. Your promised peace Jesus, Maranatha, Jesus. You're listening to Western New York Catholic Weekly. We'll be right back. The December issue of the Western New York Catholic is now available at your local parish. The Western New York Catholic has extended the deadline for the spectacular pilgrimage to Fatima and Lourdes, March 16th to the 28th. Go to wnycatholic.org backslash Fatima now to find out more. Join Vicar General for the Diocese of Buffalo, Monsignor David Slabecki, on this unique pilgrimage, celebrating the 100th anniversary of the apparitions of the Blessed Mother at Fatima. The deadline for registration has been extended until December 15th. This is the perfect time for that one-of-a-kind Christmas gift or that trip you've always thought about taking. Stay in first-class hotels with daily breakfast buffet and 10 dinners included. You'll visit Fatima, Lourdes, Barcelona, Madrid, Avila, and Santiago de Compostela. Visit WNYCatholic.org now to learn more about this wonderful pilgrimage opportunity. But hurry, registration closes December 15th. Go to WNYCatholic.org backslash Fatima today. Thanks for joining us this week on Western New York Catholic Weekly. I'm Greg Prince. Joining me is Father Bill Quinlevin, who uh, has a new book out, Coming Home to Christmas Through Advent, and uh, kind of an Advent, uh, a Christmas preparation book that... um, takes some of the themes of Advent and kind of gives you something to think about. Uh, like the song before the break uh, there that we heard, the Advent Wreath Carol. And uh, that's a good one to put on when you start reading the book, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they can listen to your music and whatever. Uh, his website is frbillsings.com, FR abbreviation for father, billsings.com. And uh no, we mentioned before the break, uh, before we played the song, how um, in other denominations, um, Advent hasn't always seemed to be a season, like a liturgical season, something that was celebrated. That's changing more now, and uh, there, there might be folks who are wondering, okay, so why an Advent? Why do we do that? Why do we need to mm-hmm. prepare spiritually? Right. 
Well, I think uh, actually from my, my research, when I was in seminary, I actually wrote a paper on the history of Advent because I was really fascinated with it at the time. And what I recall researching now, it's been 26 years since I wrote this paper, was that... Um, you don't use it in your homily every, uh, uh, not every the paper, fourth week no, or whatever of Advent? Yeah, okay. But I think the, the idea was that um, early on, Advent was a season of preparation that was focused very much like Lent on penitence and being sorry for your sins and seeking the Lord's mercy and forgiveness, which is a great and important part of what we do year-round. And in preparation for Christmas... It's a good thing to go to confession. But also, Advent has an aspect of the waiting and the pondering like the Virgin Mary as she waited and carried the child for those nine months. And and so there's ways to experience Advent that point you to Christmas and bring you to it. So the, the time of prayer um, in, in the music video that goes with the Advent wreath carol, one of the things we showed was... Um, a young person coming into a church and then going in and going to confession. But another thing we show is a family unpacking their nativity scene and setting it up together. And little the little kids were smiling and looked so happy to be doing it. And then we, we ended with a scene with Eucharistic Adoration, and we, we filmed it at Epiphany Church out in Langford years ago. And it's a beautiful little country church. And so we had Eucharistic Adoration, and then all the people who had been in the earlier scenes were in the pews praying in front of Jesus and adoring him. And the very end of the video, I do a, a Eucharistic um, benediction with the Blessed Sacrament. And it, we actually did benediction when we were filming it that day. So it's kind of a neat thing to, um, when we gather to celebrate the Eucharist, when we come home to Christmas. Um, Advent Eucharistic celebrations are really important too. And the scriptures of the season are so rich and so beautiful that uh, they come around and are very familiar, so it makes it a little easier on the preacher. Well, and, you know, your book has a unique way of kind of drawing that together. You've got, um, you know, some stories, obviously, kind of like your your last book, but also um, you take some of your, your song lyrics and, and you develop some prayers, actually, for Advent as well and Christmas. Right. There's actually a section of prayers in the center for Advent and Christmas that I wrote, and they're a little different from what you might have thought to pray about. I wanted to make them a different perspective. And so there's a prayer before uh, writing your Christmas shopping list to pray before you make your decisions of who you're going to give a gift to and how much you think you might be able to, how generous do you want to be? And then there's a prayer for um, before you start to write your Christmas cards. Because I like to do that myself before I start signing cards and, what, and whatever. I like to really try to think, okay, I'm going to pray for each person, not just put the sticker on the envelope and stamp and return address and run them to the post office, which is the rushed way to do it. Um, there is a prayer in there for people who are suffering at Christmas time. There's a prayer, um, one of my favorites that I hear, I had a lot of fun writing is the A Christmas Caroler's Prayer. So every, I put the titles of various familiar Christmas carols, and the idea is for a choir to do this before they go caroling, and when they get to the line, they sing it instead of just saying it. <laughs> so I thought that would be fun. As a musician, I thought that well, would be a fun thing for people. Yeah, and you like that. Um, people will also be familiar. You like the puns. You like to play on oh, words. Yeah. You know That is true. <laughs> if, they've, if they've ever heard one of your homilies, which they can do in uh, in uh, South Buffalo this uh, season if they would like to join you at St. Martin's and St. Thomas. St. Martin's, so. we have a 4 o'clock Christmas Eve, 7 p.m. And Christmas morning, there's an 8, a 10, and a 12 
I believe I have the 10 and the 12 and I might get to sleep a little Christmas morning. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so I want to play another song here uh, before we uh, close the program today. Uh, what we haven't done is tell people where they can find the book. Oh, okay. Thank you. Uh, you can find it at various places. Our Lady of Victory in Lackawanna has a be beautiful little gift shop and they're always very kind and carrying my books. The uh, Catholic Union Store at the Catholic Center at 795 Main Street. The... Uh, where else? Where else? The Terra gift shop, the Irish store on Abbott Road in my neighborhood. Uh, one would think, right? Where I did yes, a book I... signing back on the 1st <laughs> of December. That's right. Uh, the Our Lady of Fatima Shrine in Lewiston, beautiful festival of lights is going on. It goes all the way through into January. But um, if you go before that and during Advent or Christmas, you might want to pick up my book. There you go. There you go. And all the online places too, right? Your, right. your Amazons, Barnes & Nobles. You can do the electronic one, I've been yeah. told. Okay. Um, and, um, you know, uh, and then there's always out of the trunk of my car. <laughs> That's then, true. If if Father Bill's around, he's going to have his book and maybe trunk. a CD or two. So uh, look for him or uh, or even at his uh, parish, Father Bill Quinlivan, our guest today here on Western New York Catholic Weekly. Uh, as we wrap up, we want to do another one. And this was kind of another one about uh, that alternate preparation for the Christmas season. Oh, yes, yes, yes. This is the one that's more um, in the final moments of Advent, which means right before the first Vigil Mass on Christmas Eve. Um, it, you can almost like lose your composure when you try to get a pew in your church because you get there and you find all kinds of other people are there. And just like when uh, the Holy Family, when uh, St. Joseph and Our Lady were looking for a birthplace for their son, um, there was no room in the inn. So the idea is make a little room. That's the name of the song. And we have to make room in our heart for Christ at Christmas. But we also have to make room for the visitors who come and sit in our seat. Because I can almost guarantee you that by the 1st of January and the, and the Holy Day one week later, you probably won't have to fight to get into your pew uh, unless your church is crowded all the time. And what a blessing that would be. And then if it is crowded, you probably know the people and you're already kind to them. But make a little room for the stranger. If someone comes into Christmas Mass and looks completely out of place, before Mass, welcome them. You don't have to be the greeter to say hello and smile at someone. And people very often say when they go into a church for the first time in a long, long time, someone was nice to me. You can't leave that up to the pastor. He's usually in the back trying to get the vestment over his head and, you know, trying to <laughs> line up the altar <laughs> yeah, service right. and do all the things that the presider has to do to get ready and pray and try to get ready for Mass. But um, it is a, it's a beautiful season for people to come. And I, the book's called Coming Home to Christmas. You know, there's the familiar old carol, I'll Be Home for Christmas. Right. Yeah. But in my life, I found a sense of home in Christmas and even now in Advent. But coming home to it means being ready for whatever that Christmas is going to bring and prayerfully preparing to see what God has planned for your Christmas. That it's not that we can make our lists and check them twice, but God has something in store for all of us. And, and it might be a surprising thing that we would have never expected in a very joyful way. And it might also be something that can make one of the um, chapters in my book includes a, a lyric I wrote that I never recorded yet called The Bummer. Christmas. Some, at least one Christmas in our life, it'll be the worst one. All the other ones, hopefully, will be great. But <laughs> right. for somebody who's having their worst one, um, to know that other people are praying for them and saying, you know, next year, hopefully, you'll have a much better experience than this year. That's compassion. And that's, that's year-round for us as believers. We're supposed to do it and help people. 
Well, as we uh, play your song, Make a Little Room, thanks for making a little room for us in this busy season to uh, come share with our Western New York Catholic weekly audience. Thanks and, for uh, having me. Uh, we hope your book is very uh, popular and successful and uh, many blessings as you uh, get ready to celebrate Christmas yourself. Thank you. The same to you and your family and all the listeners. Father Bill Quinlivan, our guest this week on Western New York Catholic Weekly. We hope you'll join us again. Things are getting just a little crowded Our town is getting just a little tight The world is getting just a little crazy I don't know anyone who could not appreciate Just a silent night Surrounded by a multitude of strangers My heart and soul keep longing for their home I'm trying not to think of all the dangers When in a sea of humanness I'm filling up with loneliness We all simply need to Make a little space. Stop before you push someone right through the season. Make a little room, let a person through. Won't somebody make a little room? Make a little room, you're too close, too loud. Where's the joy of Christmas in this kind of season? Make a a plow Won't somebody make a little room The family's so frantic about Christmas We hardly ever stop to see the lights Activities like shopping for the gift list They wrap us up in overdue And parents look relieved It's through December 25th at night Make a little room Clear a little space Stop before you push someone Right through the season Make a little room Let a person through Won't somebody make a little room? I wonder if it's worth my while to mention The coming of our Savior as a boy Hey Let's give Jesus all of our attention Prepare for his nativity Say an Advent prayer with me Busy, dizzy Stop before you go.
been listening to Western New York Catholic Weekly, produced by the Office of Communications for the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo, with the help of the Catholic Communication Campaign and this radio station. If you have a comment about this week's program, or need more information about anything you hear on Western New York Catholic Weekly, call us at 847-8744, or send us an email to radio at buffalodiocese.org. Our email address again is radio at buffalodiocese.org or call 847-8744. You can visit the Western New York Catholic and the Diocese of Buffalo online at buffalodiocese.org. And be sure to join Kevin Keenan and Greg Prince again next week for Western New York Catholic Weekly.